I know that there's going to be a camp of people who don't have that, who don't have large families to gather with and maybe wish that they had that. All I really want to share is that please just don't forget that you're not alone. You're not alone in this. There are people who don't have the big family, who don't have the big traditions, who don't have the same circumstances. But when we feel like we're alone with whatever that might feel like or look like, we are actually not. That's the whole thing is like people don't post on social media like, oh, I'm feeling so alone the holiday season. They just don't. That's not what people want to see. It's not what people want to share. It's not what people want to hear. It's not the highlight reel. So if you're in the camp of people who doesn't have a large group, find your people, whether that be friends that are like family, reach out to them, create traditions with people that you love. Welcome to She Empowers the Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Kayla Lucas. I'm a mom of two, a family-focused chiropractor, a trailblazing entrepreneur, and a holistic mindset queen. I am on a mission to empower women to lead themselves and their families to greater health and wellness in their personal lives and businesses. Each week, I'm sharing inspiring content that will give you the tools to navigate your own wellness journey, grow your businesses, expand your mind, and take care of the ones you love. This is your space to feel supported, inspired, and empowered. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful. Welcome back to another episode of She Empowers the Podcast. Thank you for hitting play and joining me again today. I know I sound very nasally because I am. Last week, my children came home with plagues and they literally had everything you can think of and imagine. And me and my husband were just trying to get them back to square one and to get them feeling better. And now that they are back to their themselves and back to school and daycare routine, I am feeling all of the things, but I'm showing up today because I freaking love this podcast and I freaking love all of you who tune in every week to share space with me. Thank you. Thank you all of the time. I am so grateful for this, just this podcast. Like, I know that I created it and I know that it's part of who I am now, but I just feel really so appreciative of the people who hit play and choose to be a part of the She Empowers community. I am sitting on my bedroom floor, cozied up in a nice big sweatshirt and blanket, and the wind is literally howling so loudly outside. So if you hear some background noise, that is what that is. We are officially in like winter and it's just feeling a little bit crazy out there in comparison to a few weeks ago where it was so nice. But anyway, this podcast episode is really going to be dedicated to helping you and also helping myself, reminding myself on how to manage a little bit of that extra stress that we feel during the holiday season. I personally love Christmas time, the holidays. Like, I think it's such a beautiful time, such a joyous time. I love being in the giving mode. I love seeing people just outreach a little bit more, more 
things that are being spread in a positive light and I'm naturally drawn to that. But I also feel like this time of the year can feel really intense and chaotic and busy, which is not my favorite word, but it does feel like this crazy time and there's always a lot of moving parts and a lot of things going along the way, a lot of people to see, family events, right? Christmas concerts, hockey tournament, like so many things just like going all of the time around this time of the year. And I've gotten better at making the holidays feel less stressful for myself, less consumer driven and more peaceful and more intentional. But this kind of just came a little bit more in the last couple of years. And when the pandemic Christmas came, you know, I felt like it was truly a blessing in disguise. After the fact, we were forced to stay home while I, at the time I felt really sad about it. You know, my kids were nine months and two and a half years and the idea of not seeing family and feeling forced to stay home just felt insane to me. It's really important for my husband and I to have our kids see their grandparents and their cousins and build that community even more deeply with each other. It really was this blessing because with us staying home, we got to wake up in our own home Christmas morning and have the excitement and the joy of Santa coming and just this slow paced day, this day where we just unpacked the gifts and we played with their stuff and we made food and we just relaxed and up until that point, that 2020 Christmas, and maybe this is the same for you as well. I had never done that. Like I always traveled for Christmas, probably to see both sides of the family. And I could not tell you the last time that I could remember waking up in my own bed Christmas morning. And maybe for some of you, you're like, yeah, I do that every year. That's what we do. Like, where were you literally 20 years ago and teach me this stuff? Like it became something that I didn't even realize that I needed. And so that Christmas really opened my eyes to how you can start just like dictating your own traditions and your own way of life. And I think that the holiday time can feel really stressful. And I'm not saying, you know, don't gather with your family and just do it your own way, like do what's good for you. But I do have a few things to just sort of suggest to allow your holiday season, your Christmas season to feel more peaceful and intentional because we can get so caught up in the busyness, the hustle and the bustle that we sort of forget that Christmas time really is a time to be reflective, to be, to honor your own wants and to put joy back into your life and your life experiences and your Christmas time. So this is my perspective, is that when you are, let's say, you know, going into the holiday season, and maybe you've already been doing some holiday, you know, events and coordination with family already, and not everybody's family dynamics are the best. This is my opinion. I think that all families have their share of crud to kind of work through or be recognized because we can see all this stuff on Instagram, these highlight reels about family. And really like, I don't think that that's the real world. I think that all family has some level of drama 
And so I'm just going to share a few things that I think could be practical going into this season and just remembering that we are the ones who can put the intention into our holiday season. We are the ones who get to determine how we want it to look and how we want it to feel and what traditions we want to carry forth and give to our children or our family members, or maybe practice the holiday season in a different way than what you grew up with. So I've said before on the podcast, my family starts planning Christmas in May or June and it drives me insane. I hate planning the holidays so far in advance, but part of my family is planners. The other part is go with the flowers. And so that's a good thing. I think it's a good vibe, but for me, I really don't like opting into Christmas when I'm still enjoying like the heat and the sunshine and like just the summertime vibes until I kind of get closer to. And so when we start getting phone calls or text messages so early on in the year about Christmas, I just get very retractive and I'm like, I'm not actually discussing this till like October, November. And so I've had Christmases where we've traveled to both sets of family and we're really just, we don't get any downtime. We're just going from place to place and doing all the things and eating all the meals and running from this house to that house and da da da. And I personally don't love it, but I do it because I want to see family and we love our family. But there's always going to be family members that you don't necessarily vibe with, or maybe you guys don't get along as well. Maybe you have completely different worldviews about politics, religion, and any other kind of topic that tends to come around the holiday season when you are gathering with people that you're related with. So here's one thing that I've really utilized for my own peace of mind and to have my own peace be protected is to express self-compassion to myself and to other people. And this doesn't mean that you let people disrespect you, right? I don't know what your family dynamic is, but this doesn't mean that we just lay down and let people walk all over us. Like that's not what it means. Self-compassion is literally just exercising your ability to give yourself grace And understand that you get to decide what you are triggered by. If someone during the holidays, family, whatever, maybe someone really close with you, a parent, a sibling, says something that you know is triggering for you, what you can best do is to remove yourself from the situation. And I don't mean creating ultimatums where you're like, well, if they say this or if they bring this up or any of this stuff happens, then I'm going to go home. Don't go into the holiday season with ultimatums because you're literally just going to set yourself up for failure and set yourself up for resentful conversations and interactions. What I mean by self-compassion and removing yourself from a situation is you need to have some self-soothing exercises, let's call them. This for me is if I'm triggered by something that someone said or someone did or lack thereof, then I go to a quiet place, whether that's outside or in a bedroom or somewhere, sometimes even just going to the bathroom. 
And I just do a couple deep breathing exercises because I know that I'm going to react better to any situation if I can check in with myself first versus just getting triggered and pulled into conversations and arguments and disagreements that you're like, I, why do I even come? Why this happens every year? You know, like we can go through all of these things. And maybe this is not your dynamic at all whatsoever. And you're just like, no, my family rocks. I'm, it's amazing. Perfect. Great. That is awesome for you. Most of us have family dynamics that do have some drama or some poor feelings. And around the holiday time, we feel this obligation to spend time with people that we may not love spending time with because it's the holiday season. So have some self-compassion exercises to come back to. I always bring my journal with me to family events so that I can journal my thoughts and write down on pieces of paper things I'm grateful for, but it also just keeps my wellness practice in a routine because I think that it's very common around this this time to get out of routine with yourself and leave all of your things that you normally would do at home. So still take some of that with you. Honor the fact that if you have routines and ways of going about your day, take them with you. This is also what gives you power. It's also what you become reliant on and we thrive on routines. So just because you're going to be going to Aunt Mary's house for four days over Christmas doesn't mean you don't bring your self-care practices, your tools with you. The next thing is that accepting that no family is perfect. Like I don't really believe that there is, but the thing is, is on Instagram, no one's going to be posting about the drama. Like it just won't happen, right? So we have to be mindful that our Christmas holidays, our memories, our holiday time is not going to look like the movies make it out to be. Like no family is perfect and we just have to give ourselves that understanding first and foremost is that you're not going to fix people. You're not going to bring people over to your side of your own worldview or your own religious aspect or whatever it actually might be. You just have to know that you can love people without wanting to change them. You can accept them without wanting to change them. And there might be, that might be really challenging to express that compassion towards somebody that you're, that you're, uh, you know, related to or close with that might not always give you the best vibe or the most loving conversation, but we just get to understand that like, you don't need to be triggered by it. It's just who they are. Like I went to therapy once and I was describing an interaction with a family member. And this is one of the best things this therapist ever told me. And it still sticks with me to this day is he's like, you know how women get like PMS around their period time. He's like, it's like, you know, they're moody premenstrual syndrome. I'm like, yeah. He's like, so all you have to do is understand that you actually don't have to understand who they are, why they are the way they are. He's like, you just have to label it as PNS. And I'm like, what is that? He's like, perfectly normal syndrome. So he described it that if a family member or a loved one has certain tendencies to say things, to behave in certain ways, to act in certain ways, he's like, you just label it in your mind as perfectly normal syndrome. So let's just say you have this dynamic with your father-in-law who always kind of jumps down your throat or says snooty things or 
does certain things whenever you're around him. Instead of being so mad, angered that he is that way, you just label it as perfectly normal syndrome. You've seen it time and time again. You're not going to change them. All you're going to have to do is change your own, I guess, trigger warning with it. You're just like, oh, this is perfectly normal syndrome for him. So I'm not really surprised by it. And I just can keep moving through my day. So it's really helped me sort of change how I view people, but also just like how I'm thinking about it in my brain and how I'm labeling it because we suffer as humans because of the thoughts we keep thinking and beliefs are just thoughts that we keep thinking on repeat. So whatever beliefs you're holding about your family, your family dynamic, who they are, all the things, literally just reprogramming a little bit. And that doesn't mean, like I said, that you stand by and you get disrespected and you just get taken advantage of. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that for the purpose of the holiday season, where it tends to be heightened emotions, heightened stress for everybody going into the holiday season, going into any encounter that you might have, just shifting the perspective a little bit and understanding that the only person that you can control is yourself. So at the beginning of the episode, I chatted a little bit about how 2020 Christmas was actually a really big blessing in disguise. I think that part of the holiday season that does become stressful is because we don't allow ourselves the permission to create our own traditions the way that we want. And I'm going to encourage you to do so. Because when you start creating your own traditions, your own little fun memories that you want to make, you start to apply meaning in a different way during this time. And I will say that you start to be a little bit more protective of your own traditions because that's how it's supposed to be. You know, like we are raised by our parents and then we eventually leave their home because we've been raised enough to hopefully support ourselves. And sometimes we can get guilted into things that our parents want to see from us. So they have an empty nest now. And we're kind of in the process of making our own nest and that can feel lonely for them. So this is, I've also had to shift this for myself. My mom is like notorious for like, are you coming home? Or like, when are you doing this? And da da da. And like, at first I felt annoyed by it. And now I'm just like, oh, you know what? Like that will be hard that stage of life where my kids are gone and I don't have them in my home as much as I would like them to be. And they've made their own lives and they're doing their own thing. And so Just have that awareness that you are totally allowed to create your own traditions. You can make up whatever traditions you want. You can pass them along however you want. And you don't need to feel guilty about it. And if someone makes you feel guilty about it, just express that compassion towards them. Like they are just having to grieve what once was to now what is. And I think that that's like a normal part of aging. I think it's a normal part of like being human and wishing things were once what they used to be. And I even catch myself doing this in my 30s. I'm like, oh gosh, you know, like that was so fun when I didn't have like all of the responsibilities and like humans to keep alive. And the only responsibility I have with myself, like we tend to think like the grass is like greener, right? We want things to be back to the way they were. And I think that this is what happens to us as we become older, 
people. Like we're just like, oh yeah, like when the kids were little and Christmas tends to have a lot of emphasis on children and the joys with children. And and so I know that taking my own traditions and making them my own kind of does sting a little bit for my parents. Like I get it. I actually understand where that where they're at life perspective wise. However, I am only going to have my littles be little once and I give myself full permission to create the traditions I want to create and to stay home sometimes for Christmas and not have be traveling all the places and going to all the events and saying yes to everything and like no like I I am 33 years old I just get to decide how I want to live my life any given moment and so do you I encourage you to do this I encourage you to create your own traditions and develop your own ways of celebrating this time of the year. You know, Cody and I are very blessed to have really big families on both sides. This comes as good and as bad in some ways, but mostly good. And I know that there's going to be a camp of people who don't have that, who don't have large families to gather with and maybe wish that they had that. All I really want to share is that please just don't forget that you're not alone. You're not alone in this. There are people who don't have the big family, who don't have the big traditions, who don't have the same circumstances. But when we feel like we're alone with whatever that might feel like or look like, we are actually not. That's the whole thing is like people don't post on social media like, oh, I'm feeling so alone the holiday season. They just don't. That's not what people want to see. It's not what people want to share. It's not what people want to hear. It's not the highlight reel. So if you're in the camp of people who doesn't have a large group, find your people, whether that be friends that are like family, reach out to them, create traditions with people that you love, be a part of other people's traditions. Like The only way that we can reduce our sensations of feeling alone is to actually reach out to other humans. And I know this is hard and I know this can feel very scary to do, but I promise you that if people knew how you were feeling or if people could guess how we were feeling, they'd be like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, come over to our house. Like we want to, we want to have you, we want to celebrate with you. Right? So I know that that's not my situation personally, but I also know that we can learn so much from each other when we are willing to be vulnerable and to ask for what we need and ask for help when it needs to be had. I talked a little bit earlier on the podcast about boundary setting, and I think that you can do this in a really healthy way and not in a confrontational erupt like a argument erupting way. So if you're going to be going to family events, family functions during the holiday season, and someone says something a little bit nasty to you, or like expresses an opinion about something that you don't agree with, you can do two things. The first thing that I said was remove yourself from the situation, or you can simply say, huh, that is an interesting perspective. I don't agree with it, but it's interesting. Like it doesn't have to feel volatile in the sense that you need to justify yourself and you can say, I don't want to get into it for so many reasons, but just know that I disagree with you and that's that and then change the subject because there's always going to be conversations 
that might be a bit more confrontational. But I really think like during the holiday time, what's the point? Like, what's the point in creating more strife, more struggle, more stress when everybody's just doing the best that they can? I truly believe that everybody's just doing the best that they can. And if someone says something snarky or offsided, you just don't even need to engage in it. You can express yourself in a healthy way and then move on. The last couple things that I'm going to share, and they're super simple on how to make the holidays less stressful, is don't say yes to everything. I think the holiday season is one of those times where people are like, yes, we'll go to their house one night and then we're going to go here and then we're going to go to that concert and then we're going to go travel over here. Like it's so common for us to just like opt into all the things, but it's a great way for you to feel resentful of yourself for opting into all the things to run yourself down, to over drink, to overindulge, to overeat and to gain 10, 15 pounds before January 1st. And I'm not saying that your weight matters. You're worthy no matter what your weight is. All I'm saying is that when you are opting into more, sometimes it creates more stress on yourself, your nervous system. And we tend to do the things that give us comfort that are convenience based. And we know around the holiday time, there's more options to drink and overindulge and overeat. But I do think it's important to check in with what you need. Like, do you want to be on the go for the whole month of December and then some, or do you want it to feel a little bit more peaceful and intentional and exercise your ability to say no? I think it's important any time of year to exercise that right, but especially this time when we're just met with a little bit more of on the go type of celebration. So I know this is a short episode. I'm sorry for my voice this week, you guys. I have, I'm trying to show up, you know, like that's just all that's see, this is me just doing the best that I can. I'm just showing up because I want to show up and I love this podcast and I love all of you, but I know that my voice just sounds a little off kilter. So I appreciate you tuning in and I really encourage you during this holiday season to check in with yourself first and to protect your peace, to set an intention for the season. Like, how do you want it to feel? How do you want it to look? What do you want to remember? What traditions do you want to create? Who do you want to see? Those are the big things. And I hope that this episode inspires you to do a little bit more of the things that you might feel called to do with your own family, because we're never going to get this time back. And since time is our most valuable resource, we need to exercise the ability to honor those needs first. I love you, and I hope this episode served you today, and I will catch you next week again on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening the whole way through on She Empowers the Podcast. Make sure to subscribe anywhere you are listening to podcasts, and if you happen to have iTunes, would you do me a favor and leave a five-star review of the show so more women can learn about what we are doing over here. You can also copy this link and share it on your social media and tag me at sheempowers.co. That is the way we get these beautiful messages out to more and more souls around the world. Thank you so much for being a part of the She Empowers community. Until next time, go lead with love and joy.